the things that I've I've always uh, noticed is is the is the feeling that you you're you're coming on to either too strong or too soft when you come with a message or with the heart of teaching and, and I know most uh, organizations and ministries that come to India want to do work with India they come with a amazing intention of serving and ministering but they are always either uh, I see two categories one is they're either holding back thinking that I don't want to be this guy coming from the US and telling you yes. what to do type of thing uh, they're trying to be humble so they're holding back or they're a little bit on the stronger side Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I am with one of my favorite people in the world, Nachi Lazarus. Nachi, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Nils. I'm yes. excited to be here. So Nachi and I met in India, um, and, and Nachi, I, I don't know that I've ever learned more about social media from one person in a day uh, than, than spending some time with Nachi. And, and really, I think... Um, one of the biggest takeaways that I took away is I've talked often about wanting to lead global ministries, but the context that I had was, was, was from a very American perspective. And so in this conversation, one of the things that I want to bring uh, to the conversation is not you, you travel all over the world and you, you spend a lot of time in the United States and you, and you live in India. Um, and so I want to get into that conversation, but before we dig into kind of global uh, context and, and specifically we're going to talk about WhatsApp, uh, which I'm fired up about, but Nachi, can you give a little bit of background of your history? You know, you, your upbringing, uh, and, and even your coming coming to faith and all of that. Sure. Uh, so my I live in uh, South India right now. I live in a city called Chennai. I was born and brought up in the same state, but uh, down south. And uh, I grew up in a non-Christian family, a very strong, religious, but non-Christian family. And then I grew up and I'm the first Christian in my house. I came to know uh, the Lord and um, started walking with him. And uh, I was I was an engineer. I, and then I moved to uh, doing my MBA and marketing. And uh, that's when I fell in love with marketing. And for the last 20 years, I've been in this field and um, uh, early on we were doing traditional marketing. So I started off with a traditional ad agency and it was my dream job and I did ads and print ads and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, about 14 years ago, we started transitioning to the digital world. And uh, interestingly, one of the first uh, uh, things that we did was with the faith-based organization. Uh, that was our own church. And uh, mm -hmm. that's how it, this whole thing uh, triggered off. And so I've been in this space for close to 14, 15 years now. And uh, we've tried all, all kinds of things and uh, ended up with all my work and all the experiments and all the things that, that happened, ended up writing a book and uh, the book is called The Connected Church and uh, we have an agency that helps uh, nonprofits, churches and ministries and uh, my focus is completely on the faith-based space. I help uh, ministries and churches and also Christian businesses that are uh, mission oriented. So that's uh, that's like the that's like the shortest yes. version of my life. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, I love it and, and I think uh, knowing you, I know there are about you know, five hours between each sentence that you made of, of detail that, that, uh, you know, should be told, but, uh, for the sake of time here, I, uh, we can leave some gaps and I hope people will take time to get to know you and, and reach out to you, um, follow, following this podcast. 
uh, because it really, Nachi's story is so fascinating when you get into uh, the, the details of it. Um, and he's got a beautiful family and, and does incredible kingdom work. And, and I think he has taken his unique digital marketing skills and, and is transforming the country of India. Uh, by, by partnering with ministries and uh, with his agency and, but not just India uh, and the ministry impact is, is, is really going uh, for globally. And it's, it's such a fascinating, uh, you know, focus that you have. Tell me maybe Nachi, as you have a unique understanding of the world and, and you really have a, have a significant understanding of the Western world, how, what, what, what for Americans, uh, from just a context standpoint, should people understand about India as a country? Uh, if, you know, an American ministry really wants to be global and they want to reach India, what, what context do they really, what are they missing maybe? Um, I, I, I wouldn't say what uh, they are missing, but there are things that, uh, that, that, that does not come under the purview simply because of uh, the uh, cultural uh, gaps. And a uh, couple of things that I've, I've always uh, noticed is, is, the, uh, is the feeling that you, you're, you're coming on to either too strong or too soft when you come with a message or mm. with a heart of teaching. And, and I know most uh, organizations and ministries that come to India want to do work with India. They come with their f- amazing intention of serving and ministering, but they're always either, uh, I see two categories. The one is they're either holding back, thinking that I don't want to be this guy coming from the U.S. and telling you yes. what to do type of thing. Uh, they're trying to be humble, so they're holding back or they're a little bit on the stronger side. I think um, these are the two extremes that I see and um, both uh, it j- just have to find the uh, right balance. The thing, the beauty of India is, is that is we are, uh, we are a people who are uh, very much in, in tune with the Western world. And, um, you know, many of our, our families and people all over uh, the country in every state, we have many families that, that live abroad. We are, are, Bollywood movies are all about, you know, uh, the Western world. We are very much in line with that. And because of the internet and uh, for two reasons, one is uh, because of the internet and the other is because of our language, uh, because we are, we are a, uh, largely an English speaking country. So we are, uh, we watch uh, movies and the culture and everything. So we are kind of aware of the Western world. So, um, so I would say for ministries who are trying to pull back, I would say, don't, don't have to, you can let go. You can be yourself. We, we, we kind of, as a country, we understand where you're coming from. And for ministries who are coming on a little bit uh, stronger, um, we, uh, we also want to, I, w- I also want to say, uh, you know, uh, try to try to be a little more understanding and a little more, uh, li- if you listen uh, more to uh, any kind of group that you're uh, ministering with, and that'll be, that'll be much better. So that, that's, those are the big things I've seen. Are, yeah. are there any ministries in particular that you've seen really do a great job of, of you know coming coming into India and then really translating effectively and, and adapting to the unique culture of India. Oh, many many of them. I mean, I can I can name a, a lot of them, and some of them we have had the privilege to work with. And yeah. uh, I mean, one of the organizations that both of us know, MI, is doing yeah. a great job, uh, and they're doing something f- phenomenal. And there are many churches that actually have very powerful uh, ministries uh, here in India that that just really serves people with the heart of uh, helping them and so on. So so there are uh, there are churches, there are nonprofits, there are uh, you know ministries that are doing a great job as well most most u.s ministries have some some kind of a presence here uh, m- most large organizations and they seem to be doing a really really good job of serving this nation yeah 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Nachi, I want to get into, I want to get to talk social media. Um, let, Do it. You know what? And, and, and there's so many things that I learned. And one, one of the things that I, I don't know if I've shared this with you, I have gone Android uh, since I, I went to India. Um, and so one of the big things that I, I mean, it, it, I was fascinated. I mean, almost everyone is using an Android device and there's, it's just a very different, you know, uh, the, the, there's so many different Android devices. Everyone can, uh, you know, has multiple SIM cards. It's really unique and fascinating. Maybe, maybe even just from a hardware standpoint, Nachi, what, what is a, a, a big difference uh, in India from, from what, how people, what kind of data do they have internet and, and devices? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, uh, truly uh, a fascinating uh, market, especially for uh, someone like me who goes to multiple other places as well. And then I see what happens in India. It's, it's mind blowing. First of yeah. all, to answer your question, data, right? We yes. have one of the cheapest data uh, situation in the entire world. Like, um, uh, for example, my plan right now, I'm like less than uh, $20. I have unlimited 4G internet unlimited like i can use as much as i want and uh, it's 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 amazing it's amazing yeah. and when i travel to the us i pay uh, you know almost nothing for again unlimited uh, roaming and things like that so our data is really really cheap i, yeah. I praise god for that because that has really opened up the doors for yes. us to really help people in the digital and the social media space Face, so most people are connected. So that's uh, that's an amazing thing. The second is the hardware, like you said. Uh, the, there are phones available for like you know ten dollars and you know fifteen US dollars, yeah. uh, which are like really good. These are not yes. like you know choppy phones. These are really good phones. And um, I have multiple phones because I do a lot of testing. So I have Android in all types. So some of the phones I'm really amazed with the quality of the you know camera and so on. So, um, so the hardware system is also starting to evolve so much that people are able to afford good phones. So I always say, you know, there is, there are these two sides uh, to this uh, whole equation. One is the, the spiritual side, but God is looking at uh, the digital world yeah. saying, I want to use these, you know, data and devices and everything to reach people. And the other side is the companies that are, that are fighting and that are really, you know, getting over each other to make sure they grab this, this uh, billion people population land. Uh, so, which is like a fantastic combination because these guys as a company are trying to reduce the cost by bringing in better solutions. And then God is watching the whole thing and he's using that for his uh, ministry. I mean, even recently, Facebook's uh, work with uh, Reliance Geo, they have invested uh, you know, a few billion dollars uh, into, a, into India's largest company, giving Facebook a stronger foothold. Uh, Google already has a very big foothold. So we, uh, this nation is starting to become digitally and socially, uh, uh, social media wise, a very, uh, very potential and a powerful place uh, to serve people. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. And, and then, and then uh, one of the other things that I learned, it, it, what the Android, I, that's, I'd been tinkering with like maybe jumping to Android. And then after I was there and I, and I just kept learning, I was like, I've got to get into Android. There's so many different possibilities. If I can just break free of the iPhone addiction that, that I was living in. Um, and I, I don't think I'm going back. But, uh, wow. but, but I could go on and on about that. Uh, yeah, that's a separate and, and I get plenty of debates from Americans uh, on that conversation. But um, one of the other things I learned contextually is that English is the most commonly spoken language in India, uh, that there's so many different dialects uh, or languages that uh, can you maybe help give context to that from a language standpoint? 
Sure. So um, uh, this is uh, the root of that whole situation is the British rule because we were uh, under the British rule. So we were uh, made to learn English. And then even after the British left, uh, since uh, we were a lot dependent on, say, technology related work and things like that, uh, for uh, for the last, uh, I, I would say, about uh, 60, 100 to uh, 80 years, uh, we've had a big thrust on English. So, for example, when I grew up, I'm, I'm around 40, 42 years old now. And when I grew up, uh, English, uh, one of the things that people told us was, you need to learn English if you want to, you know, really come up in life because you'll get jobs, you'll get, you know, everything. So the language, English language is given a lot of importance. But uh, all of us have our, our first language, then yep. we have our second language, and then we have a third language. So most people in India, you'd see no minimum three language and most wow. of us know four to five because we have a national language. Hindi is our national language. Okay. Uh, and then all of us have our regional languages. So for example, my regional language is Tamil. And then uh, our next state that's next to us has a different language. So all of us have a regional language. And then we have English, which is the official, uh, you know, uh, transactional language. So uh, English is what our government uses and, and all our transactions are in English. So it's, it's, it's like you, you by default, you know, three languages. That yeah. That's that. And, and that we just, you know, some of us know a second language here in America. Um, it's, it's incredible. Um, so Nachi, let's get into social media. Uh, the, the well, talk about maybe the top five social networks right now in India of where, where are people engaging there on social media? So, uh, yeah, good question. And Facebook is still big here yes. and um, they continue to grow and continue to have a big impact in the nation. Um, but I would say currently the biggest uh, in terms of social media is YouTube, if you consider yeah. YouTube as yeah. social media. So uh, that, is the, that is where all the action is happening. The third is Twitter, I would say, in terms of impact uh, because of politics and televisions. Televisions are still big in, from the media's point of view in India. People do cons uh, spend a considerable time on TV. And mm -hmm. TV is very much uh, Twitter focused. I mean, they yeah. run polls. They ask people to ask questions. So it's very tightly integrated with Twitter. So politics and TV makes Twitter a very uh, popular platform as well. Because And also, um, I think... Uh, uh, because of celebrities. But yeah. uh, in terms of action and what is hot kind of a thing, the number one is TikTok. TikTok, um, yeah. Yes, TikTok is the thing. And especially for towards a slightly younger audience, but not just younger. I mean, even the uh, mm -hmm. middle-aged and you know the older people are starting to get on TikTok. So TikTok's being used widely. And uh, TikTok looks at India as a very strategic market. They've started a big ad campaign and um, even offline campaigns. And they run India-specific stuff simply because of the number of people. And also because yeah. uh, it gives them a nice foothold to, uh, you know, uh, experiment things and so on. And the fifth, I would say, uh, is, is it was very tight between Instagram and if you consider WhatsApp as a social media. So Instagram is also picking up uh, really well. Uh, so yeah. people are starting to use Instagram a lot. So those are like the top ones. But TikTok is just incredible. I mean, the way it, it is. So, so let's, let's talk about TikTok for a minute because we, sure. you know, and, and India has experienced quarantine as well. The whole world is experiencing this world of quarantine and TikTok was already on this incredible trajectory and it's as if what you think is going to level out just went to a whole nother level of skyrocketing. What, what are you seeing in TikTok and what do you think is, you know, are, are we 
peaking now finally or what 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 do you think is happening in, in the TikTok world no we we just getting started in the TikTok <laughs> world so yeah. i think um, because because there's an interesting so we've been following the news for the last few weeks uh, because i do this weekly news thing i kind of try to uh, I, I have this privilege of looking at, at what what what's going on from a trends perspective so yeah. um i uh, so there are a couple of things that are happening with TikTok they are starting to transition uh, slowly they're keeping the whole music and uh, you know that kind of thing yep. that young dance thing going but they're also getting to a point where they're saying you don't have to all dance all the time you know like if you don't dance that's totally fine you know you can still use yep. tiktok and uh, some of the influencers in india are people who actually never dance you know like uh, teachers so the edu talk mm-hmm. for example so they have these all these hashtags and one of the hashtag challenge is the edu talk which is very popular educational stuff mm-hmm. and that is becoming very popular now and then uh, hacks like iphone hacks you know you, in 10 yeah. seconds you teach people to do something on iphone that kind of thing is going viral here in india and um, recently recently last week they released a challenge called uh, uh, learn on tiktok or something like that I'm, i forget the exact thing educate learn on tiktok or something like that uh, which is again educational so they want to empower people to get themselves uh, educated in this lockdown time they're saying you're mm-hmm. sitting at home instead of just watching dance videos learn something you know so learn a language and then people are learning english for example uh, young people are learning english on tiktok in, in innovative way because you got to be in 15 second pieces and 60 seconds so even the teachers you have to be innovative you know there's some yes. of the ministries i work with i i keep telling them think think differently you know how do you, how would you present a concept so it's yeah. both challenging and it's also nice because it is making all of us very brief conversationalists and it's yes. it's like kind of you know throwing us out of our comfort zone and especially for ministries who are used yes. to having a one hour sermon <laughs> and uh, you know now you're like 15 seconds yes. you know that kind of So, so that's what's yeah. happening with TikTok. It's fascinating. I mean, and, and it's get, just getting started. Uh, Neil, yeah. So well, and, and I remember when when Twitter came around 10 years ago and it was like, oh, we've got to learn how to communicate in 140 characters. And that, it was the same kind of thing. Now you're kind of taking that same concept of video of how do you consolidate? And, you know, I remember when Snapchat came around and it was like, we have disappearing videos. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Why would you ever do that? Well, then Instagram adopts it and like, to not have stories seems crazy today uh and that just became a medium we just adapted to and what's what's interesting for my my experience with TikTok is I got on maybe a year ago to because I felt like I had to learn it and I remember telling my wife like I felt weird because it's a bunch of teenagers dancing on there and I was like <laughs> and I'm like Katie I need you to sit next to me watching this so you don't look over my shoulder and think you know that what are you looking at but even in the midst of doing that it it learned you know the things that i was interested in and and my wife got into it. i bet my, you know my wife it it has helped her get through you know just from an entertainment standpoint get through this quarantine time and i'm now in a place where i get my sports news on tiktok i get uh, wow. it really is a, a an incredible the, the technology behind it the the intelligence is i think it's better than facebook's algorithm of how it's learning it's it's I, i i'm with you i think it's uh this is a medium and i think it's a medium that a lot are going to adopt of you know i think we see it as, and and i think we saw snapchat as kids doing bad things and that's why they wanted it to be deleted but it's understanding i think the medium and learning to adapt your message to that medium and and i think ministries hopefully are not going to always play catch up but but can see that this medium is is coming on fast and and we need to ad- adapt to it the truth is 
you should have seen this for the last two years. I mean, this isn't out of nowhere. There's, uh, there was 100 million active users before uh, this quarantine time. Uh, so this didn't come out of nowhere, but it has skyrocketed during quarantine. Nachi, one of the things that I, I really learned when, in my time in India is, is WhatsApp. And in America, it, it hasn't picked up as much traction, but in India, it, it's very common. Now, I, do, I will say over the last year, I've seen more and more engagement on WhatsApp, uh, but I, I would love to get your thoughts and maybe even help people understand, what, and a lot of people might not even use WhatsApp. What is WhatsApp? Uh, how does it work? How do people use it? What's the, what's the core purpose of WhatsApp? Okay, uh, the uh, the simplest way to understand WhatsApp is uh, it is uh, it is it is it is just a messenger type of an app, uh, but it's more than that because, for example, in in places like India, we uh, it's a replacement for text message. I mean, people literally they won't text, but they'll use WhatsApp. So uh, it's used that widely, and it's one of the most common apps uh, you will find in India, and people have. Uh, multiple phones, which means they have multiple WhatsApp accounts and so on. So you'll have more WhatsApp accounts than people in India, I guess. So um, that's uh, that's the uh, background. But one of the key things I think uh, people who have been started need to understand is this. This is the interesting thing about WhatsApp. WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. Yes. Now that changes everything because if you see Mark Zuckerberg's uh, interview and all the strategic things about uh, Facebook going forward, everything has this word WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp in it. You know, uh, the last conference they had, they talked about how they are in- bringing interoperability between Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook. And even the just this this uh, couple of weeks back, uh, there was an announcement about me- meeting rooms, and there was so much mention about WhatsApp. And uh, the latest announcement about Facebook Shops, uh, and there was so many men about uh, WhatsApp and they're saying mm-hmm. that you can finish your transaction on WhatsApp. You can just mm-hmm. send a message. And then uh, Facebook has already uh, done its huge uh, research on uh, testing of 100 million users here in India for WhatsApp pay, which is basically sending a message and paying each other. Yeah. So, and even the pay system here in India, is uh, that's another big topic, but that's, we've totally evolved that system. So we are completely ready for this. And now with um, Libra, Novi yeah. wallet and all that. Now, uh, one of the things I think from coming back to WhatsApp, what people yeah. need to understand is WhatsApp is a, is a key strategic tool in the hands of Facebook. And mm. Facebook is that, that big giant that is sitting there with Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp in their hands. And they're going to deploy WhatsApp in the center of all of this simply because it is, it's such an easy app to work with. I mean, once you get using it, you can't go back. It's so easy. You can yes. make you know, video calls like that. You can just press off a button. Now, when, when, when it comes with a commercial capability, then it's like a, you know, a whole different ballgame. So uh, especially ministries and nonprofits listening to me, I just want to say it's time for you to start looking at WhatsApp in two ways. One is your, your audience, especially in the US, even though they're not using it, uh, it's only a matter of time before that, that kind of starts catching up and people use it. Uh, second, it's a it's an incredible outreach tool for the rest of the world. I mm. mean, if your ministry is on WhatsApp, then that opens up uh, amazing opportunities for you to minister to people outside the US. And especially in uh, developing areas, which, is, which also happens to be uh, countries that really need the gospel. And uh, so, so that in that way, I think uh, WhatsApp is a very strategic tool for ministries. And I would highly recommend that uh, if nobody started with it, they, they look at it as, a, as an important tool uh, in the future. Yeah, fascinating. And so with WhatsApp, 
and trying to even understand, and, and I'll tell you, Nachi, what I have uh, started doing is on my, on my computer, I kind of have these kind of clusters of tabs and, and one of them is my messaging cluster. And I have my, my text message, you know, my messenger messages and I have my WhatsApp, you know, uh, web platform right there together. And I, and those are all of my direct messages and, and how I communicate. Do you see, so I, and, and I, it doesn't, nothing is, is identical to another way of communication, but when we shift and move away, you know, in many ways we're moving away from television, moving into Netflix and YouTube and kind of this on-demand media experience uh, digitally. And it's a different form, but it, it does replace a behavior. Um, do you see this replacing our phone? Do you think we'll actually have no phone numbers in the future and it'll just be WhatsApp or does messenger do that? What, uh, it, in some ways I get confused as to what's the difference between messenger and WhatsApp. So, um, the, the basic difference is WhatsApp works based on a, a real phone number. Like okay. you need to have a real number yep. and then uh, your, that's your WhatsApp number. Unlike messenger, which is just an ID. So eventually what will happen is because of, um, because of security reasons, uh, there will come a time when, when, when Facebook kind of merges Instagram, DMs, uh, Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp uh, as a messaging tool. They'll all come together and there you will probably need a number. So everybody's moving mm -hmm. towards a number system simply because you can't get a number without an ID and that kind of brings a level of security inside. So I think when anybody's trying to move towards WhatsApp, the one thing they need to understand is your number is out there. So that's your, your WhatsApp number. Of course, you can have another number separately for WhatsApp and things like that. But it's still, it's, it's a good system as far as I'm concerned because it's uh, it kind of puts a you know security block right there. Um, but, I, but because of that, it also brings in the telephony uh, capabilities, you know, like yeah. almost it's, it's just like an SMS. And for example, when there is a national disaster, like we had floods yeah. a few years ago and uh, what Facebook did is they said uh, they tied up with the after uh, like the telecom companies and they said uh, it's going to be uh, WhatsApp is going to be free so whatever data you use for WhatsApp is not going to be counted as data so everybody had free WhatsApp mm. Uh, yeah. during that disaster system and the, because it's connected to a phone number it still could work on a telephone system so mm. technologically without getting too technical into it we, even without data in some areas in a different form of data WhatsApp will be able to function. So I, that's why I think mm. Facebook has invested so much in it uh, because there's a lot at stake from a long-term perspective. Wow. It's, it's fascinating when you get into how the technology actually functions and why that is so important. And, and you know, right now security and encryption is, is such a big conversation. Um, and it's, it's fascinating because it's, you know, I think as, as our, our world is becoming more and more connected, uh, that gets complicated with different governments and different policies and different, you know, uh, countries and, yeah, and, and even where the data is stored, it's it's really complex and fascinating. And, and Facebook and Google, I, I feel like, are really at the center of that. Uh, Nanchi, for a ministry that isn't using WhatsApp, wh where do you start? Or even an individual that doesn't isn't using WhatsApp, what what's the best place to start and get get used to and begin to understand the platform? Yeah. So there are two uh, two ways to do it. One is uh, the the individual. You get a personal just just download the WhatsApp app. Yeah. Uh, link to your number and get started. Just play around with it. Connect with someone who's already using it. Start chatting with them. You will kind of start get to know the lay of the land. But for yeah. a ministry, I wouldn't suggest that. I would say go with the business app. So WhatsApp has mm -hmm. two apps. One is a personal app and a business app. So I highly recommend you download the business app 
Now, the good thing is on your phone, you can have both apps. So uh, on regular circumstance, you can't have two WhatsApp apps, just like any other. Uh, but uh, in, in this situation, you can have a personal WhatsApp app and you can have a business WhatsApp app. So I would recommend you download that. Now, the good thing with the business version of WhatsApp is you can even use it with your land phone or any yeah. phone basically they'll even call you to verify the number so uh, you can use your ministry line if you like or hmm. you know toll free or whatever yeah. and get started with that and then um, you know you can you can start uh, putting that as part of your uh, connect uh, contact information and the good thing about whatsapp is it, they give you lots of these tools that you can put on your website on your uh, you know email in one click people will be able to message you so that is one of my favorite uh, things so you put a button on your uh, website people can click the button they don't have to do anything from their yep. phone they just click the button it opens up the app it fills the form fills the information for them all they have to do is send. So it's like two clicks. You've got somebody sending you a message on WhatsApp. And uh, mind is when somebody sends you a message, you get their number, like yes. which never happens in email and other things. So it, it really is a personal conversation. And, and the open rate in WhatsApp is mind blowing. So we have ministries who send out like, uh, like just like message broadcast, just like an email, email newsletter. You, you yep. send your newsletter on WhatsApp. The open rate is more than 90%. Email is like 17%, I think. Exactly. Uh, yes. If you get more than 10, you're like awesome. Yeah. You know? So uh, here it's 90% because wow. WhatsApp is where people live in. Like they open all the time. So yes. uh, so these are some of the capabilities that you could start with with the WhatsApp business. So I would say mm -hmm. start with that and then you can go step by step, use broadcast list. You can use groups. There's just many strategies around WhatsApp. Yeah. I love it. So, so Nachi, what, what I did, uh, as I was, I was been playing is I was like, Oh, I need a phone number. And I was already using my, anyways, I, I, I maybe I created too many. I, I don't remember why, but I needed a phone number. So I went and used, downloaded an app called burner app, uh, which is actually yeah. what drug dealers <laughs> typically use. And it, it gave me a phone number and I can actually take phone calls and text messages, uh, in my phone through this, this app, but it also allowed me to create a WhatsApp business account through that, uh, through that app and with that phone number. Um, and, and so there really are, you know, I think don't let the barriers, I think go and, and figure this out, but I'm with you, Nachi, this is as our world is getting smaller and as, as Facebook is consolidating messenger and Instagram and Facebook and, who knows, you know, I think where this is going to go, who's going to acquire Twitter, you know, what's, what's going to happen with all of this. But, but I do think that WhatsApp is a critical part of Facebook moving forward. And if you can create an engagement path that has a 90% open rate, that's massive. And, and so I, I think one of the places to start is think about your small groups and, and how you, my, my connect group at Hillsong, uh, what, how we communicate is through WhatsApp. My, my kids school here. And I think New York is a little different than Texas, you know, even from a cultural standpoint here in the U S uh, but, but all of our parent, the parents are on a WhatsApp group together and it's a really great group community standpoint. And then I've got a lot of friends and not you, you and I, you know, message back and forth on WhatsApp. And so it's, it's such a great tool. Um, I'm such a big fan and I've, I've learned so much. Uh, Nashi, as we wrap up uh, this, this conversation, any, any thoughts uh, from, from your seat as you speak into church leaders and, and this podcast is primarily American church leaders, but uh, I do know we have, have some global church leaders. What, what would you want to share with them as some final thoughts? Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about something for the last few days, so I probably 
glad. And I, I was just thinking of what this COVID situation has done to yeah. us as a church. Yeah. I mean, there's never been uh, a pandemic before yeah, in the history that has actually put all of us in a very closely similar platform. Because yeah. uh, because of the internet, so today I mean there have been pandemics before, there have been situations before, but but this particular issue has really uh, this has been the one where we've been the most connected as a church. So as someone who wrote that book called The Connected Church, I've been thinking how connected we've become in this lockdown situation. So uh, I, I think I, I, what I want to tell the church and ministry leaders is let's try to keep that going. Let's try to, let's not again go back to our little, you know, groups and say, you know, I'm I'm this area church and this is my denomination. This is what it is. We, we've somehow, we've all got connected. We've all become like one body, uh, very close to the early church and because of the technology and internet and people have all uh, you know come together uh, and we've, we've done that so let's let's just keep that uh, going I know this is not going to be uh, lasting for a long time we, things are going to change but I think uh, this is uh, this is something that we should look at learn learn from and keep going as a body of Christ just be connected to each other and uh, build God's kingdom so I don't know if it was too I love it you know, I love, I love it, it. It, it, you're right. I mean, I think let's let's lean in um, and and let's not let the good that's come out of uh, this quarantine season pass uh, because our new normal it creates an opportunity for a new, really great uh, normal as a future and as a body of believers and, and as a global you know body of believers. Nachi, I love you. I love uh, the ministry that you lead, the work you do. I love your smile uh, and your energy. If you, if you are listening to this, make sure you go to YouTube and watch the video. You got to see Nachi's smile. Uh, and, and just, you know, Nachi loves Jesus. He loves technology. We, uh, I, I love Nachi. Uh, you're going to want to follow him on social media. You're going to want to get his book. Go to socialmedia.church. All the links uh, are there on the website uh, to his website, to his book, to his social media handles. Go and soak up all the knowledge that Nachi puts out there for free and then go buy his book uh, and, uh, and, and really dig in. Nachi, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thanks for having me, Neil. So, such a joy chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Love you too. Yeah. <laughs>